0: What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are down to our final four teams of our recap. We are going to discuss the Boston Red Sox today. So the Boston Red Sox had a wonderful season in twenty twenty one. You know, I I just talked about the Giants having an amazing turnaround between twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. I would put the Red Sox right up there with them maybe just behind because the Giants did win more games. But, I mean, 2020 was a pandemic-shortened season, but it was a really rough one for Boston. You know, they they played so poorly, they ended up having the number five pick in the draft, one of the worst records in all of baseball. And then 2021 offered a lot of optimism for them. They They made it out of, you know, the first round. They made it to the ALCS, and they would end up losing to Houston Astros in the ALCS, but they ended up, you know, making it to the final four teams in baseball when nobody expected anything from them, that was, you know, that was a big jump. You know, you get in, you sneak in as a wild card, you win a nail-biting or not a nail-biting, they, they won convincingly, a, an exhilarating wild card game where they beat up on Garrett Cole. Then they go to the division series. They win, win a very fun division series against the Rays, and they go to the ALCS where they eventually lose to the Astros. But I would say, like, Overall, a very successful season for Boston. I mean, they eventually lost. I would say inconsistency was the biggest reason for their downfall. When they were hot, they looked like the best team in all of baseball. When they weren't hot, things went downhill really fast. And that's what caused them to relinquish their top spot in the AL East. And they almost dropped out of playoff contention altogether. And that's what you know hurt them when they eventually lost to the Astros. In the ALCS, even though they took a 2 1 lead in the series and looked like they were dominating through the first three games of the series. But overall, very good year for Boston. Best player on that team in 2021 was Xander Bogarts. He, I mean, he started the year off really well, and people were calling him the best shortstop in baseball those first few months of the season. But he was, I mean, he's been steady. He's been steadily great for many years now, and he's been a rock there. Very solid, especially with the bat. That's where Bogey's value really lies. But he, he, he provided a spark for them this year. I mean, right in his prime, 28 years old this past season, hit 295 with 23 homers, 79 RBIs. And he actually had solid defensive numbers, You know, better than he's put up in recent years. And he put up the second best ultimate zone rating of his career. So he was definitely Boston's best and most reliable player on both sides of the ball. Just behind him though, I mean I, like so their best overall player was Bogart's, but their best hitter I would say would be Rafael Devers. You know, Devers was better than Bogart's with the bat, but Bogart's was better defensively. Devers was their best hitter. Really good. You know, 38 bombs on the year and 113 RBIs. You know, those those are some monster numbers. He did strike out a lot, but I mean, his 134 weight runs created plus represents a career high for him, and yeah, Bo- uh, not Bogarts. Devers, Devers was really, really good, and he's played himself into. You know, you're gonna see an extension coming for for him pretty soon. The Red Sox is gonna lock him up to a nice contract extension because he's, you know, he's right there. He's 25 years old, and he's gonna he's gonna get paid. He's proven that he's worth every bit of it. They they do not want to let this guy go. Obviously, he has his arbitration years and he's not a free agent until 2024 but you're going to see the red Sox lock him up very soon that's my prediction the best fielder was kike hernandez this is an interesting one so kike hernandez came over to boston and you know he was seen as he was going to be their second baseman he ended up playing center field for much of the year and he provided them with extreme defensive value in the outfield and a second base when he was there too but largely in center field he was there out of necessity and he was really good and you know he was in the 89th percentile among you know all of MLB for outs above average and he was in the 100th percentile he was the best in in baseball in outfield jump getting really good jumps on the ball really good reads and he, and he looked really good out there just phenomenal glove and he definitely anchored the defense for Boston and then we also we also saw what Kike Hernandez did in the playoffs he just turned into he turned into just something I mean he was, he was on fire. He was on fire, and he was the heartbeat of that lineup. When things went well, he was just hitting a lot of home runs, driving driving the ball all over the field. Kike was really good. Comeback Player of the Year was definitely J.D. Martinez. He had an awful twenty twenty season, but drastically bounced back in twenty twenty one. He played one hundred forty eight games, which is phenomenal. Hit two eighty six with a one twenty eight weighted runs created plus. Really good, really good um, performance from J.D. He. He does have an option on his con- He did have an option on his contract, but he has opted in. He's, he will not opt out of Boston. He is, yeah, he, he's, he's staying. He's not going anywhere. And he's going to be back in Boston in 2022. So, you know, I mentioned those guys. Also have to mention the trade deadline deal they made. They went out and they got Kyle Schwarber at the trade deadline. That proved to be a massive pickup, a massive pickup. Uh, Schwarber is going to be a free agent. And the Red Sox have said that they're interested in bringing him back. Hein Bloom has said this you know, early in the offseason. you said, know, Kyle fits us and we would love to have him back. You, know, you rarely hear that from teams who are losing a free agent. They rarely go out and say publicly, like, hey, we're trying to bring this player back. Kyle Schwarber has a lot of value to the Boston Red Sox and he fits right in with them. So he was really good in the second half of the season. Well, not, like, not even the second half, it was like the last two months because he got traded for at the deadline and then he didn't even play the first several weeks because he was hurt. And then when he finally played, I think it was already like mid-August, and then he was really good, obviously, through the playoffs as well. Huge contributor for the Red Sox. So the Red Sox really need to focus on pitching going to 2022. You know, they had a lot of instability in their pitching staff. They lost Eduardo Rodriguez to free agency. They're going to have to fill that hole. You know, you, you need to figure that out. You, know, you have Chris Sale back now from Tommy John, but we don't, we still don't exactly know exactly what to expect from him. He pitched in the playoffs and he looked decent, but we're not exactly sure how he's going to be next year. So they have to figure that out. And you can really trust that the Red Sox are going to be fine because it's clear that their front office, led by High and Bloom, now knows how to find those undervalued assets. They did it this past year, and now you know they just continue to find these gems. They did it with Kike Hernandez. They'll, they'll find somebody else who can who can really carry that load. But it has to be on the pitching side of things, and that's that's what their focus will probably be after this lockout. Because Erod was a big part of that rotation. He's gone to the Detroit Tigers now. You're gonna to have to fill those innings somehow. And obviously you don't have the arms in house to do it. It means you have to bring someone from outside. But they have already, oh yeah, and I forgot to mention Hunter Renfro. I forgot to mention him. He was really big, but they've, they've traded him. They traded him to the Brewers and they got Jackie Bradley Jr. who I don't think is going to start because his bat just has fallen off a cliff and it already wasn't very good. But he was probably the worst hitter in all of baseball last year. So they got JBJ and some prospects. That was really what they were doing. They were trying to get some prospects. But um, you know, their outfield is gonna be mainly Alex Verdugo, uh JD Martinez, probably Jaron Duran, the the young kid who 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 did get a lot of playing time second half of this season. So good times in Boston, they're improving, but obviously they'll still have the work cut out for them 2022 because they are in a tough division with the Blue Jays and Yankees right on the heels. Obviously the race also so they will have a, a challenge, but they're trending in the right direction. They had a very good season in 2021, and they have to be happy about that. So we'll see what happens in 2022, but that's going to do for the Red Sox. That's our recap. That'll do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.